Well, what's good, everybody? It is Wednesday, September 15th. This is your daily sports betting show of record. We like to call it the early edge. We are powered by the almighty sports line, and it's hard to believe, but we are already at Wednesday. Do not forget, early edge live this afternoon, AB and the boys getting you set for everything college football, 2 p.m. Eastern time in your feed. Follow us at our YouTube channel. If you're watching me right now, you're there. Hit the subscribe button, be a part of the family, and join in the fun. Now, there are two ways to come into a day, positive and negative. In our comments section, one of our incredible fans goes, morning, fam. That's right, morning, fam. Then another one, Man United was very disappointing yesterday. Well, despite A.B. bring up the recap, clearly we could have talked about the plays that Martin Green did hit, and he hit Bayern Munich. He hit the over. He hit Wolfsburg, draw no bet. We'll take a push. That means we're changing a life. See how I turned that into a positive? Man United, you want to talk about a loss? How about all the wins? All right, here we go. At Chase and Jace 1214. At Chase and Jace 1214. You are the latest winner of a year-long sub to Sportsline. There is no better value in all of sports betting. All right, let's bring in the stars of the show. You know, on a Wednesday, I'm going to be locked. I'm going to be loaded with all of my top people. Now, he's been gone for a couple of days, chomping at the bit. You saw him in, where were you, uh, Maestro, Atlantic City? Yeah, Caesars Atlantic City, a beautiful book there. I mean, being there for Sunday NFL, the atmosphere it was electric because they're all Eagles fans and they had a lot to cheer about. Awesome. Well, I'm going to be in Hamden, Indiana this weekend. If anybody wants to come out and check, uh, say hello, have a beer. Uh, let's do that. Sunday and Monday, I'll be in that incredible sports book uh, for all things NFL. Alibaba! Bama. Good morning, my dear. How are you? Good morning. Glad to be here today. Oh, and we're so glad to have you here today <laughs> as well. Zach Attack, good morning. Good morning, everyone. I've, I've stayed away from baseball. I, I thought about doing it for today's show. Yesterday, I'm, I'm just watching the late games. Literally, the first play I turn on, Seattle and Boston. Seattle hits the fly out. Hunter Renfro has his glove up, drops the ball. I just oh. changed the channel. Got to change the channel. Mariners are like, they're, they're, you know, they can win a lot, but man, they're tough to bet on. They sure are. Uh, M squared. I'm glad you can take the time this morning because you are busy, busy, busy. What's good? Not much, coach. Yeah, definitely a busy time of the year. Wednesday's fortunately one of the slower days of the week now, actually. So feeling good. Got a little baseball play this morning. Uh, as you know, I love my afternoon baseball. Oh, there's nothing that we like more than an afternoon sweat. Let's go. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And you know what? I'm going to have Zach Attack start this one. What do you got, Zach? All right. Uh, Seattle this week, they're going to face the Tennessee Titans. We saw Mike Vrabel call out their star receiver, Julio Jones. He had a dumb penalty that really um, kept Tennessee stagnant offensively. Ryan Tannehill, he's going to need to bounce back this week. I was looking at stats. Julio Jones just loves facing the Seattle Seahawks. You go back to his rookie year, he had 127 yards. Seven total games since then that he's faced the Seahawks, including two postseason games. And people are probably afraid, what about his age? How has he done recently? Past two years, over 150 yards receiving against the Seahawks. 157 last year, 152 two years ago. So keep an eye on his props. They're not released just yet, but it'll be interesting to see if they have him in that 50, 60-yard range. I'm going to play the over for sure. And it's funny you should mention props. We have our brand-new NFL Week 2 prop special on Friday afternoon. Me and the guys get you set for everything. Props and my man Prop Stars is like letting him out of the gate if you're a 
Greyhound or something. That man is all over. All right, Maestro, I know you are looking at the Broncos and the Jags for a reason. What is it? Well, the biggest move of any line this week from the look ahead lines before game, you know, week one was played was this game. The Broncos were laying two and a half on the look ahead line. Now it's up to six, actually open six and a half after week one. And there's resistance in some Jaguars betters. I believe Mikey might be one of them, but I just want to warn you about something. Those final scores, the two teams were involved in were very misleading. It was 27, 13 doesn't seem like a domination for the Broncos, but the Giants scored with no time left. So that game was three touchdowns. And then you look at the Jaguars, they were down 34 to seven to Houston, which is, you know, everyone's worst team heading into the season. They were down 34 to seven and got some garbage time. Uh, you know, Urban Meyer's offense without the formation, without, you know, pre-snap motion, without a variety of formations, you know, is it going to work on this level? Is it going to work against Vic Fangio? Just a lot of different angles to look at. Plus Teddy Bridgewater, Mikey, I know referenced that he's 22 and three against the spread and that you might not hold any uh, validity to that. Uh, but I think the guy doesn't make mistakes. And uh, so I'm looking at the Broncos this week, even at six. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so the only my only caution there would be I I'm not betting on the the Jaguars at all here. Like I have zero interest in doing it. I do show the number being inflated, which makes a lot of sense based off that look ahead line. But you mentioned the look ahead line, and the question I want to ask is where do you rate the Arizona Cardinals versus the Denver Broncos? Because the look ahead line for next week is the same situation. Week three Jaguars at home against the Arizona Cardinals, and this game is also minus six, but you're getting plus money to take minus six currently so it's showing a rating of a better rating for the broncos than the cardinals so i'd be interested to see everyone's thoughts on do we think the cardinals are for sure better than the broncos team or the broncos are better than the cardinals i have a feeling that's going to be a topic that we talk about on early edge live thursday night at seven eastern time leading up to thursday night football just a hunch i know a guy who runs the show uh, all right, let's jump right into our board today. And by the way, if you're not a member of Sportsline and you've waited till now, first of all, what are you doing? Second of all, I got you. Use a promo code EDGE, and we're going to give you 30 days for free. You'll have access to all the cappers, all the analysis, and what do we say is the most important thing? All the information. You've got all of it. Use that promo code EDGE, give it a try, and then you're going to be rolling with us all after that. Now, our guy Martin Green, he has a bunch of soccer picks in your feed if you are a Sportsline member. We have the Champions League episode in your feed right now. Yesterday, we just showed you what he did. We got more plays from that today on that show, and right here I'm going to give you two plays. Inter Milan, Real Madrid. 3 p.m. Eastern is a kick. We're going to go two correlated plays, over two and a half goals, minus 130, a little juicy. Both teams to score. Very juicy, minus 162, but I got on the bat phone. I talked to Martin because you know he's real. We had him on the show this week, and he said, I even like it with that juice at minus 162. So I said, you know what? We are going to lay it. All right, here we go. <clears throat> you know when she's on the show, she always goes first. Ladies and gentlemen, the floor is open to Miss Allie. Bama, what do you got, Allie? All right, so for today, let's go with um, Red Sox Mariners over eight and a half on the board. I do have it at eight, but that's just because that line is moving up. Um, the last 11 Mariners games have gone over, and all 
but one of the Mariners Red Sox matchups since 2019 actually have gone over in the one that went under actually landed right on eight and the total was set eight and a half. So I don't really think the pitchers today matter because I've played this these last two days. Um, looks like it's going under and then right in the end, it just goes insane like last night with the Red Sox and all those runs in the eighth inning. So I really do think today it'll be a nice day to get that over again. All right, Allie, let me ask you, do you like the first five over as well? Do you like that play? No, I do not like the first five over, um, mainly just because these two pitchers are kind of under pitchers. But um, in the end, just historically how this trend has kind of been played, it's that the runs are scored in the last half of the game. So I would kind of ease on the side of caution and take the full game. I love it. I love it when you talk like that, overs and first <laughs> and all that stuff. Lay off the first five, Allie says. Just like last night, I turned my phone off. It was 2-2. Next thing you know, the over hits. There you go, just like she said. All right. <laughs> you know I love these morning shows because I get to do this. M squared. You know the drill, son! Give it to you. That was a good one there, Coach. Uh, let's start with the first game here, afternoon baseball. I'm going to take a first five run line play on the Miami Marlins here. Trevor Rogers against Josh Rogers. It's really all about Josh Rogers making a start here for the Nationals. He has been horrible in his career. He's only got to pitch 27 innings so far in his career over three and a half years. That should tell you a lot for a 27-year-old just getting a late start here at the end of the year. 460 career weighted on base average against right-handed batters, including 3.4 home runs per nine innings. And then you want to go look at his strikeout rates, 4.39 to right-handed hitters, three strikeouts per nine innings to left-handed hitters. He's not missing many bats. Look for the Marlins to put the ball in play. Look for them to be leading after the first five innings. This one on the run line is coming back at even money or plus 105, depending on where you're shopping. I love seeing a plus in front of any number that we get to play. And by the way, for all you baseball betters out there, as Mikey said, it's a Wednesday. That means there are games all throughout the day. Don't get locked out. Now, the beautiful part about the fall is that there is Friday football in college. Zach Attack, I know you found a game that you really like on Friday. What is it? Yes, Louisville. They're hosting Central Florida plus seven. I'm going to take them as the home underdog. You look at Louisville, I think we're going to see the Malik Cunningham we saw two years ago finish the season strong, upset Mississippi State in the bowl game. You go back to last year, the ACC was one of the conferences that tried to play a full season, but a lot of teams hit a snag middle of the year because of COVID. Louisville was one of those teams. I think there was a uh, two-week stretch where they were missing 10 players, and it really affected them. They never had the cohesion. You go to week one this year, blown out by Ole Miss as 10-point underdog. So this is an important game for them. Central Florida, they're not ranked. I think there's a reason for that. Actually, they're on the cusp of it now after starting the year 2-0. and But I'll take uh, Louisville plus 7 with Malik Cunningham. I think they're going to be able to go up and down the field. It's going to be a high-scoring game, and we'll take that full touchdown. You're damn right we'll take that full touchdown. Also, I like my man Ben in the comment section. Love this part of my day, getting to listen to the GOATs. I just love all of you guys watching the show and then talking about your own bets, what you like, what you don't like. That's exactly what we want this show and this community to be. I love it. Do you know what else I love? I love when we get back to Wednesday, and I love when my main man is back on the show. Maestro, you're up. All right, I'm going to go with the strikeout prop, and that's Merrill Kelly under three and a half Ks at the Dodgers. And, you know, this guy is coming 
off of COVID. He had COVID. He hasn't started since August 11th. He had a bullpen session. Then he had a rehab start that was about 60 pitches. So I'm expecting him to not throw more than about 80 tonight. The last time he was in LA, he got three Ks. The Dodgers have a very low strikeout rate, 15% over the last three games, in fact. So I'm going to go under three and a half and look for maybe, you know, four or five innings from Merrill Kelly and hopefully three or two strikeouts. Oh, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. By the way, uh, I know our guy, Mad Max, he's been hitting. Pr- oh, look at Jay Smooth weighing in. Uh, by the way, real quick, has there been a Mad Max update? I know he's been red hot lately, Larry. Yeah, I, I got to check what he did on his last prop late last night, but he was something like 15 and 8, but plus 10 units since his first and only appearance on the show, which was. A week and a half ago on a Sunday, he was supposed to be on this next Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, but he didn't feel well. And but he's hopefully going to feel well enough to be on this Sunday. I wish we could have him on more often, but he's got a real job. Uh, and I don't think the boss would like it if he, you know, <laughs> hopped yeah. out every day at 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah it's, everybody kind of dipping their toe in the in the sports betting. But to make a living at it, you got to be all kinds of special. That's for sure. But we'll get him there. He's young, just like our favorite Ali as well. Uh, all right. We're up against it. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap. And our man, A.B., really getting smooth on the ones and twos these days. Zach Attack, he's on Louisville. That's a Friday game, plus the seven. Then the Maestro, he's on Merrill Kelly, under three and a half Ks today, minus 140. And then M-Square, this is a 1 p.m. Eastern start. Uh, Marlins, first five minus a half a run. We're going to get that at even money. Then Alabama. Red hot with these over. Let's go Red Sox Mariners over eight. Now it's moving up to eight and a half. So don't tweet at us. You go, oh, I only find we're telling you right now. It's going to be eight and a half or nine. We like it there. And then Martin Green, if you haven't watched the Champions League episode, go check it out. More plays from today there. And also these two here, Inter Milan, Real Madrid over two and a half. And then Inter uh, Milan, Real Madrid, both teams to score. Then our AB3 parlay of the day. Uh, we're going to go both teams to score. We're going to go Reds on the money line and then Brewers on the money line. A little tasty plus 298 parlay there. Uh, Also a reminder, uh, college football week preview. A.B. and the boys this afternoon, uh, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time. The numbers, the numbers, so many numbers in my head. All right, there's only one thing left to do. I saw a gamer yesterday dislocate his shoulder celebrating a win. I got to watch myself. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For M Squared, for Alabama, for Zach Attack, for the Maestro, for AB, my entire crew, we're grinding. We're in locked and loaded mode, morning, afternoon. Everything's going. We do it for you right here at the Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.